Hi, everyone. Russ here inviting you to check out episode two of Somebody Son's podcast. As some of us are recovering from celebrating this nation's 244th birthday, the team discusses the pressures of parenthood. No matter your color or gender, whether you're a parent or a child, we are all children of this nation and have a responsibility to be the change we want to see. For conversations like this, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Enjoy this episode and come grow with us. Welcome to another episode of the Somebody Son Podcast, where biting your tongue is never allowed. Young men battle with the pressures of manhood every day. Each episode, we tackle topics that focus on worth, actions, and relationships. Our goal is simple. Help men win the war with themselves. You talk about responsibility, Don, to piggyback off what you said, and I'm entering the phase in my life where I'm thinking about having children, which is new for me, right? So I sit back and I look at the dynamic and I look at, you know, my mother and all the weight she had to bear and all the impact she had on my life and things she sacrificed me to get where I am while she's still a woman. She's a mother, but she's still a woman. She still has the daily challenges of being who she is in her environment. Mm. And she tried the best she could to, 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 great, to, to greatness. She did the best she could to provide life for me. And she molded and shaped how I see things, but there still there was an impact. There was a, a nature versus nurture thing. There was still my environment had a, had a role in it. But then you get to a point where you have the intellectual curiosity. You have the things that drive you forward. But I'm looking at the point of responsibility and having a child, and how I think that it's very people don't appreciate it. People undervalue what it means to hmm. bring life into this world. Hmm. And 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 me wanting to move forward to the next phase of my life, the reason why I am very intentional about things that I do is because I'm this person's, this person, this soon-to-be adult, one shot for their life. How they see things, the things that they experience, the trauma that they might they, they might incur, the trauma they might not incur, the, the school they have access to, the, the food they eat, Everything is dependent on me. Mm-hmm. That's heavy. Mm-hmm. That's a responsibility that I don't know if I'm ready to actually handle. And I don't know if I ever will. Oh, I can tell you now, you're not. Mm-hmm. I can tell you now. Not just you. Yeah. No one's ready for... Parenting doesn't have a manual. Yeah. No one's ready. And I'll be honest with you. My son, nine years old. When people compliment my son, I don't know what's working and what's not, right? Like you think you know because they care, they develop manners and they develop respect and they they learn how to speak multiple languages and play pianos, but you don't know the true test of that until it's time for him to be responsible. If he runs towards it, then I've done my job. Hmm. That's terrible. But if he does, I don't know. Hmm. That's terrible. I don't know if I've done what I was supposed to do until it's time for him to do the same. Hmm. That is ab- that level of responsibility. Yeah, that level of responsibility for me is absolutely Damn. terrifying. Shout out to you, mom. Yeah, shout out to you, mom. Yeah, shout out to our moms, man. Women, some of the strongest man, people in the world. I'm man. telling you right now, especially single moms. What, what I have mm. for my mom is going to be outrageous, and we're going to talk about that in, in this podcast for sure. But that level of responsibility for me is terrifying. Yet, life is so beautiful within itself. I'm willing to stand in front of all that fear and anxiety and and knowing stress that's going to come along with it. I'm ready to stand in front of that because while this world is crazy and sometimes, you know, you don't really know if you really want to bring a kid into this world because of how it is, the distraction, the the, the oppression, pick it, pick pick a topic. Life is still beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I had to get to that point. 
I had to leave home for me to appreciate how beautiful life is. I had to take my mother with me to see the world for me to appreciate being home, appreciate having time with my mom, appreciate overcoming fear that I knew I had or fear that I did not know I had for me to get to where I am today. Yeah. That is, I, I, I wish we have, there were more conversations around parenting and the vulnerability that you have within that because that's something for me that is very, very important for me. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting because you, you, you kicked this all off with responsibility, Chris. I'm doing so this is, I think for all of us can be a very emotional topic, whether we've mm -hmm. sat and, and, and thought about and, and, um, and felt the, 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 the impact of the, the level of responsibility each of us have or whether we're just realizing it in this moment. But one of the things that used to frustrate me a lot in life before I just like just completely let go of all of my expectations in dealing with people, whether people means friends, family, coworkers or whatnot, is the lack of responsibility that I felt like people had. Mm. I feel like the conversations that I was trying to have with people. Yep. I was being treated like I was doing too much. Yep. It was mm -hmm. like I, I actually uh, my phone. My iPhone, I got the little 64-bit joint, ran out of gig joint. It ran out of um, uh, space yesterday, and I had to go through and delete a whole bunch of old messages. So I'm scrolling way back. I ended up going through some of the messages around the wedding, which was a beautiful time. That's actually how I saw the pictures. And I was looking through some of the messages, getting to laugh and smile, you know, got a little emotional in some of them. But I ran into one, and it was like, yo, they weren't there. But they were like, yo, I heard you, um, you flooded the place with tears. And people have no idea, like, but... My brother, my mother, maybe, but like really maybe just my brother of how big that moment was for us, for the family. Like this doesn't happen in our family. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I realized what that meant for me. And so when I talk about the storm of emotions that was hitting, <laughs> yeah. shaking me up internally, bro, yeah. it's never, I never felt the need to explain it because only me and God know. My wife don't even didn't even know where all them tears was coming from. Yeah. But again, when you stand in front of your responsibilities, oh, man, that's boy. when you and you that's just said bar. when I won't know how I did it, how how well of a job I did raising my son until they have to. Oh my God! Yeah. Talk about delayed gratification. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Talk dog. about delayed gratification, <laughs> that's man. That's hard to me. <laughs> and, and with responsibility, there's the level of self accountability that I think we Sorry. really miss. I think we really miss it, and I want to be. I want to be the change that I want to see in the community. Uh, like, forgive me on this one. I want to be a father, man. Yeah. I want to be a good dad. Yeah. I want that shit because I know what it feels like to have it. Facts. And it's a scary world, man. And what I'm afraid of is I'm afraid of being too hard on my son. Damn, son. I'm afraid of being too hard on my son because of how rough this world is. And, and that's a bar. I'm struggling with that. That's a I'm bar. I'm struggling with that. Facts. That's a bar. How do I nurture him in a way where I can show love and how happy and how great life is and send him off with a false sense of reality? Mm -hmm. Or do I give him those doses of reality myself so mm -hmm. he can at least learn and control the environment? Yes. How do I cope? How? That's how? a bar. I'm, res that's I'm a responsible bar. for this kid's <laughs> life. Yeah. yeah. How, 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 do, I, how do I manage that? Yeah. Where's the book on that? Yeah. You, it's you rough, man. Expose him to the pressures of manhood enough where he'll know how to navigate them. Yet, if you expose him too much, it may break him and destroy your relationship. That's that's a bar. Th that's a that risk a that, that you run. And and so 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 many. I'm so glad that as a as a guy who's not married. 
who doesn't have kids, I'm so glad that you recognize that responsibility because so many people wait until it's time for them to actually fulfill that responsibility and they run. Mm-hmm. And, and thank God that women are the strongest beings on this planet because, because of their strength, it has become normal for men to run from their responsibility. Man, wow. especially in our community. Because man. of their strength. Wow. Oh, my baby can still turn out and be the man that he's supposed to be even when this dude ain't around. Even when he ain't around That's, or so, if he's so around. Dudes, so dudes feel comfortable. Oh, if I have a baby mom's or if I have kids, I'm baby. cool because I know the strength of the woman. But we don't appreciate it or acknowledge that's, that shit, man. We don't. That's fucking. Mm, that's very wrong. Very that's messed wrong. up because we don't. We yeah. take it for granted. Yeah. And yeah. I look back on my relationship with my mom and, and the hills and the valleys that it had, yeah. and, and it always comes back to being a mountain. It yeah. always comes back to yeah. being a mountain. Mm. And I feel like you know I'm taking steps towards being able to give my mom the two best gifts that I could possibly give her that I have control of. I yeah. want to retire my mother. And I want to give her a grandchild. Mm-hmm. It's it's not enough. It'll it's, never be. It, it's not it's not yeah. enough for what I think my mom deserves yeah. for what yeah. she's instilled to me. And I don't think she even knows that. Yeah. I think what? so I think they know because and again, I don't want to go down to sports talk, but if you ever see guys that are connected to their moms, particularly once they reach a certain level of success. Yeah, take LeBron. They shower them, mm-hmm. shower them, and they still recognize it's not enough. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I'm the same way with my mother. I mean, look, I, I, I think one of the things that you just touched on is not just the responsibility of being a father, of being of being the leader, yeah, yeah. but of being the son. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Speak so from it. my perspective mm. and from your guys' perspectives as well, you know, my responsibility is this person gave me the greatest gift of, of they, she gave me life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She nurtured me in a way, I am the person that I am right now. Yeah. Solely, I mean, you know, my, all of the people, you know, who 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 I've come into contact with, they've played a part. You're some of everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm some of everything, but mm-hmm. I'm the sum of the majority of it. My mother, my dad is out there too. Shout out to my dad, but the majority of it, my mother. Yeah. So I'm gonna pivot this conversation a little bit, but it's on it's along the same lines. The same way I wake up every day trying to be intentional with my son because of thinking about my grandkids. Or you talking about something, I want to be a good dad. I want to lean in on that responsibility because I know what it feels like not to be one. My mom gave me one of the greatest bars I've ever heard. She said, no matter how much you love Daylin, you will never love him more than God loves you. Yes. And so if you look at it. If you look at it from your perspective, will will Daylin ever love you as much as you love him? No, it's impossible. (laughs) Impossible. And I tell him all the time I love you more. But. I love where you're going because if you look at the creator as your father, Mm -hmm. I wonder, is all-knowing and all-powerful, I wonder what that struggle may feel like. If it's a struggle, it may not be. But I wonder if that struggle that you kind of echoed, I need to place enough on them. Mm. You have to place enough on the believer so they will continue to believe and know where their real power comes from. That I'm the source, but I don't want to break them. That's a delicate balance, man. 
And I, I don't know if afraid. I don't know if God goes through that struggle. Hmm. I just know as the byproduct, as the as the child or the kid, or it's tough. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen some of my G just had one of the toughest weeks of probably all of what all four years of school. Mm-hmm. Like conceptually, do you still think the Creator has your best interests at heart despite going through, you know, the last five ten days? Absolutely. I mean. What I went through this past week would not, the way I've been able to respond to it is only a result of the way he's been faithful to me in the past. Mm. And had he not been faithful to me in the past, I may have been in absolute turmoil. But because of that, I can still have a pep in my step and joy in my face and my classmates be flabbergasted by that. Like, how are you, yeah. how are you responding this way? I mean, the simple answer is yes, the Holy Spirit dwelling in me, but quick answer is his faithfulness that's come before. Mm. So he has a legacy mm. of being faithful. Woo! The ultimate legacy. He has a legacy of being faithful, even when you don't know Mm -hmm. how he's going to work it out. Hmm. And because of that, Mm. right? So because of that, the impact that these distractions or hardships may try to have on you, Mm. they don't because you know who you tapped into. Hmm. Mm -hmm. If more men knew that, It'd be more men signing up for the responsibility of fatherhood. There would be more men in the home. Mm-hmm. The pressures of manhood would not overcome them. Mm-hmm. And I hope, I hope that this is just one of many outlets that allows men to navigate those pressures differently. Yeah. Can we take it a step further? Please do. Because I think what you're saying is 100% spot on. And I'm thinking of it of being able to cope and deal with uh, stress, distractions, hurdles, things like that. But I can see it on the flip side when it comes to taking chances, mm. right? Now, I do have a lot of women in my life that rely on me, that depend on me for various reasons. I step up to the plate, and I want to step up to it officially soon, as soon as the time comes. Mm-hmm. But through all of that, you guys know I'm not... I don't explicitly say God a lot. Well, we're all talking about the same thing. I don't say it. I just... It is what it is for yeah. me. But... Through all of that, I still take chances. I still take risks. We guys know the endeavors that we're all working on our individual lives. That mm-hmm. takes a, a certain level of faith to even take that step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. in spite of people leaning on me the way they do, yeah. I still take these chances because mm-hmm. I know it's going to work out because mm-hmm. I look at where I am now. Mm-hmm. And I am now where I'm supposed to be because I made decisions that I made and I was supposed to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And the ones I didn't, I learned from them. So you mm-hmm. know what? I was supposed to make those decisions. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm starting to see that it's not about just taking massive risk and being reckless, but hopping out on faith. I'm, with, I'm able to do that knowing that I have people that are, I'm, I'm caring. I'm willing yeah. to jump in spite of all that, because there's a faith component that I have, and I know that I can feel where I'm supposed to be in five or ten yeah. years. Man, I can on, I can close my eyes and see Manifest. the man I want to be. Manifest. I can see yes. I can see the family I want to have, yeah. and that's enough for me to keep going. And sometimes it's hard. Yeah, it's very very difficult. And to to do that, to work as hard as you have to work, to uh, you know, do the research that you have to do to be a son, to be a, a, a husband, to be a boyfriend, to be whatever it is, to, to be a friend, mm-hmm. to be a person of impact to your community. You have to be, we very rarely consider all these things that we have to be on any given day. Man. But I think if we lean on 
the faith component, I'm not saying you need to go to church every Sunday. You do how, however you do what you do. But if you lean on, on, on the faith component, I think it's a lot easier. It's a lot easier to deal with. And yeah. I think you can really set yourself up and your family up and those you love for success, not just financially, just through wisdom, just through sharing your spirit, just through sharing testimony. You never know how you touch someone. Yeah. But you have to, there's an action with that. With the responsibility comes in action. Yeah. yeah. I love, you talk I, about all the execution. Mm-hmm. I, I love the, you're saying you still have to act. So faith is an action. And I love that. I love that. That was, you beautifully said that. I think that's part of the reason I struggle with where we are in our society or even as a country. If faith is indeed the most powerful thing out there, we don't act like it. We don't act like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the reason I say we don't act like it is, I think this is why I'm very intentional in creating multicultural environments where we can have diversity of thought. Mm-hmm. Um, because if faith is so strong, why is 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock on a Sunday the most segregated hour of the country? Mm. Why is that? Why is that? If faith is so powerful, like how do we self-segregate? If anything, it should be the most inclusive hour because we should be opting in to get a different thought process from folks who don't look like us, think like us, drink like us, eat like us, uh, listen to the music we have. Like, if faith is that powerful, if you can do that in a faith construct, imagine how that will then go out into the world and change the way people navigate. Yeah, and and, and um, I don't want to take the conversation anywhere else because I do appreciate what you just said. I think we have the, the landscape that we do have now when it comes to churches and the segregation due to historical factors yeah. and the church being literally a source of every beautiful and positive thing for people who were oppressed, including education and a place for food to be, you know, you know, so, so I think that's why we have that, but to an extent, but, but you're right, man, at the end of the day, God bursts you on a soul level. This, this color and this, these cultures that we choose to relate to is only surface deep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we don't always choose that. Well, I agree with you, but there's some, there's some choice that, that we are born into. No, I, I mean, yeah. yeah, I didn't choose to be black. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. No, but I'm, I not can't help about, I'm not talking about being black. I'm just thinking of just choosing to be just your relationship with your coworker. You, you mm. choose to, to foster a relationship. It's, mm. it, I think we you you have a choice on. You can't choose where you're born. You can't choose color of your skin. You can't choose you know the home you go to when you leave the hospital. You mm-hmm. can't choose those things. But there is a power of choice mm-hmm. that I think we should get into at some point. But there's mm-hmm. a power of choice now. Choice comes with. Uh, access it comes with resources that can limit or or almost dictate the choices that you make but there's always a choice and choice comes at a cost and bringing it back full circle you have to choose to be responsible and that's going most times Mm -hmm. especially when you're not used to doing it Mm -hmm. and especially when you're having to take the leap it's going to cost you the most oh oh, that's yeah no one expects you to be responsible for yeah that that is that is when you when the standard of excellence or lack thereof mm. either it's so low or doesn't exist Preach. Mm. it makes it creates a, a, a fertile environment for the lack of responsibility that yeah. I think we've seen say fair. yeah absolutely yeah. if he not doing it he didn't do it before me I'm not pointing to God but the one before me didn't do it my father mm. you know the one to the left of me not doing it the homies why do I have to mm. and even if it's not explicitly said like that it's implied you you move by association 
If you, you know, my mom always just say, you're around nine dummies, you're bound to be the 10th one. If you're around nine irresponsible individuals, come on, man. And it's so hard to make that choice out, out of that situation. It is, it, but the longer you stay, the harder, the harder the choice. <laughs> yeah, we just talk about having being a career that. individual. The longer you you used to that 401k, that salary, and them, the benefits, the harder it is to make the leap and go work for yourself. Yeah. yeah. And taking that risk. Yeah. But to your point, man, and I don't want that to be um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, missed. Taking risk requires faith. And we got to remember, man, and I'm, I'm speaking to myself with this. It's not when we take risks, especially what I might call a righteous risk or the right risks. You aren't free falling. You got a parachute that makes for a graceful landing. But I got to jump first. And yeah. in jumping, that means before I jump, I got to do my research. I got to understand the rules, pr- procedures, protocol, policies mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to prepare myself for what I'm about to get into. But when I do my due diligence and I make the leap. I got the ultimate parachute. Yeah. I'm laying so, on my feet, baby. That's proven uh, to be the case, man. Yeah, man. Man, responsibility. You know what? I think that's a perfect segue into uh, entrepreneurship. Hmm. Definitely a perfect segue in, in, in taking those leaps of faith and who's more prone to it, who's not. I wonder if we can do some homework on that one day, guys, and see if we can uh, come back with something good. Yeah, we should definitely circle Love back it. on that. Yeah. Love it, bro. This was good. Hey, I, pre- I appreciate Appreciate the vulnerability, man. Hey, and transparency. Man. I really do. We need it, I, man. I, 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 need I know that. I need it. Yes. We need it. I need that. I appreciate no. it. <laughs> Every time I see you, I'm, I'm crying, I told man. you, it's an occasion, baby. <laughs> when you connect at that, at that level. Every yeah. time I see this, see what man. I'm saying? Y'all connected on that at level. that level. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Somebody Some Podcast. We encourage you to share this episode with a friend. And remember, on this path called life, you are not alone. Thank you for watching. Until next time. She like the way that I finesse this. She stands so long. She let me know that she invested. She too aggressive. No, that don't impress me. Her passes get deflected.